Hey guys, this is G and Christina, and you're listening to Radical Stepmoms, a podcast about the good, bad, and really ugly moments about raising a child that you didn't create. The two of us bonded over our stepmotherhood experiences, and we want our listeners to feel like you're sitting right here with us, drinking your beverage of choice, and going, yes, hell yes, me too. We get in-depth about the realities of co-parenting, the way stepmotherhood affects a marriage, the relationship with our stepkids, and most of all, navigating the relationship with ourselves. We get real and sometimes use profanity, so keep that in mind if you have little ears around. To make it simple, we'll always put the E for explicit in our title. So pour yourself a LaCroix, a glass of red, or whatever, and listen in on Radical Stepmoms. Hello, you are listening to Radical Stepmoms. This is Christina. And Gannett. Yay! Hey. Hi, girl. So <laughs> this is a different kind of episode because we are looking at each other on a screen. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. It's weird. Yeah. So typically we are in studio and due to the due to the COVID, right. we are on Zoom. So super fun there. Hopefully the audio is decent enough. Um, forgive us as we try and figure this out. Yeah, definitely. And it's weird because normally we're drinking our wine together right next to each other, laughing and snacking beforehand. So now this is a whole different ball game. So let's, I guess, virtual cheers to start. Yeah, let me grab my wine. Oh, cheers, girl. Clink, clink. <laughs> yeah. Mm. All right. So we don't want to focus too much on the COVID stuff because we want to give you a little bit of relief from all of that. Mm-hmm. Um, but we do want to go into how this pandemic has affected our blended families. Um, so, Gannett, why don't you shoot it off? How are you doing? <laughs> um, we are surviving, um, you know, experiencing a lot of the things that many people are experiencing, the working from home situation, the having the kiddo. Um, well, actually, that's changed a little bit for us. So, in regards to the parenting schedule, um, because of COVID, our court stuff and our mediation stuff um, has been put on hold for now. So my husband can't move forward with that. Um, so we have decided to do a modified schedule during this um, quarantine and the state shut down because before it was, she would go a couple of days here, a visit there for so many hours. And that was just way too much back and forth and mm-hmm. exposure um, for her, for us, for just the safety of the, the, the child and going between two homes. So we suggested a one week on, one week off. So mm-hmm. if anything were to happen or if she wasn't feeling well, then one household could um, hang on to her and vice versa. Mm-hmm. And, and was, um, was baby mama on board with that when, cause I, did you, you proposed that, right? I proposed that through yeah. my husband. <laughs> so <laughs> he proposed it. I came up with it. He wrote it. She agreed. I mean, you know, she doesn't really initiate any, you know, plans or any kind of, you know, solutions to things that's never been the case. So I just thought, you know, um, actually did some research and some reading about what other people are doing, took a book page out of your book, Christina, and just, Mm -hmm. you know, maybe we should just try this. Um, And it's worked up until recently and not that anything's happened or anyone's been exposed, but um, apparently she's not following the rules of the shutdown. So Mm -hmm. um, we had her 
or we just got her back, excuse me, yesterday. So that's Monday. Um, and then we, she was with her for a whole week before and Easter Sunday just passed. And apparently um, we found out that she went up to um, a town about an hour and a half north of here to be with extended family and do like an Easter egg hunt and the whole shebang with just multiple different uh, family members, um, several kids apparently. And so I was really shocked to learn that. Um, and I was pretty upset about it um, because yeah. many, many of us had to stay home. You know, I wanted to see my mom yeah. yesterday and there were people that celebrated and improvised their Easter traditions in a lot of ways. Um, and we're following the rules for the safety of us and her and it just it sucks and it's not surprising that she's not following the rules and do whatever she wants um and clearly not taking this as seriously as others are especially as as we are so um he'll be sending an email following up about that mm -hmm. um, because the week the week she had her prior um she agreed that she hadn't left the house and they'd been to the store a couple of times but she was washing her hands and taking all these practices so right. i don't know so how, can, how can she justify how can yeah. she justify that change i don't understand and we've been seeing a lot of people dealing with the same thing of like, how are you not practicing the whole social distancing thing? Like yep. the way that I, the way that I've been like interpreting everything that I've been reading is it's like, it's like an STD, like whoever yeah. you have been in contact with, you have now been in contact with everyone that person has been in contact with. And now you have like the whole, like, like serious, like why yep. continue to expose yourself and your children to that? Yep. Yeah. And take, the, take the risk. Yeah, exactly. And to each their own. But, you know, we had when he, when he sent her the last time, we gave a breakdown of what we've been practicing, which is not leaving the home. You know, if she does take a walk and go to the store, you know, she's very much, you know, we're taking precaution. And then she comes home, washes her hands, if not take a shower. Um, and it's funny because um, this has only been going on for a month now, I guess. And mm -hmm. um, she responded to the last email and said, you know, what she did. But I asked my husband to um, touch base again, just because I want to see it in writing. Are you really doing this? Because history shows that this person is uh, not trustworthy. So this past weekend, she didn't respond to the email about that. Oh, and that's go. probably because she took she her out. Yep. Yep. Yeah. So, um, we'll see what comes of that but uh but yeah you know not surprising typical baby mama bullshit you know just doing what she wants to do and not really thinking about um the bigger picture so mm -hmm. yeah but yeah that's been our world and a lot of homeschooling um she's not my stepdaughter's not had um any academic uh any kind of academic plan or any schooling or anything when she's at bio mom's house like anything uh -oh anything school related and I know they are on spring break for uh, part of the week or it, it was broken up it was like a long weekend ish but anyway she hasn't had any um no reading no math nothing that's stimulating her mind so we are reintroducing the structure to her this week and um connecting their school has finally got on board with the, um the virtual stuff so yeah yeah because you guys have been doing what we've been doing of kind of like a homeschool type of structure because uh -huh. mainly for our own sanity where we're like i don't want you constantly coming to me asking for snacks and wondering what you can do hell yeah exactly uh, yeah Look, there's a schedule posted in her room broken down by half an hour so you know let's just follow that schedule for my sanity more so than it <laughs> yeah absolutely that's what i've been doing too and 
I had to make a modification to it um, today because now he is in school. And so now he has a 9.30 school meeting and then a one o'clock meeting. And I was talking- oh, I was daily? Yeah, I was talking, daily. Oh, wow. Yeah, I was talking to my husband about it and I was like, what about the kids that like, their parents are still working like first responders or, you know, whatever. And mm -hmm. they're like in childcare, like, right. How are they? Yeah. I don't know. I was, I'm surprised by how strict or not, I guess it's not strict, but the expectations, mm -hmm. uh, but. Is it yeah. over Zoom? Like with the rest mm -hmm. of the class or is it one-on-one -on -one with the teacher? No, it's with the rest of the class. Wow. Yeah. They're, they're on top of it. Yeah, they are. And I've like had to teach him the kiddo like etiquette on how to be like on Zoom. He's like sitting there with his nose, like his fingers up in his nose. Oh. And he's like, <laughs> I'm like, kid, like put your hands down, sit up straight, like stop, get, get further away from the camera. And then he, he, today he was like, uh, <laughs> they like get on at the one o'clock time. And he's like, do you know what I had for lunch? And I'm like, oh my God, they don't care what you had for lunch. You oh, hear you talking about the, the story you just read. Like, oh my God. Yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah. It's interesting. <clears throat> um, yeah, we are. So we went from the one week on, one week off to during all this, we're now on every two weeks. Woo. Woo. Which... Man, that's a long stretch of time. <laughs> right? Dang, how are you guys managing? How is that? That's a long, that's a long period of time because you guys normally do the one week on, one week off. So Yeah, it's, um, I don't know. My husband made a good point when I was about to lose my mind at the end of last week. Uh, uh, things always get a little bit better in the second week. Because mm, uh, mm. we've had, a, I mean, we occasionally, you know, for um, holidays and just the way the parenting plan is written, um, we can have him for two weeks, but no longer than three weeks. So we do this every, but he reminded me, my husband reminded me that, um, things get better after the second week. Cause he's like made that transition into this is what your house is. This is what it, the expectations are here and we're way more structured. So, um, it's like he goes through withdraws <laughs> from the other house and, but, yeah. um, yeah. And then, I mean, in any scenario, being with him for that in, in a more extended period of time is stressful, but then on top of we're both home working or trying to work. And then yeah. we got the two and a half year old who is now like a three-nager and just has all this sass. <laughs> and I'm like, what the hell? Like, I'm like, like, it used to be like, baby girl, come here. We need to go wash your hands. And then she'd be like, okay, yeah, I want to wash my hands. And now she's like, no, mama, I know wash hands. Oh. <laughs> uh -uh. <laughs> I'm like, wash your hands so I can get you eating so I can get back to my computer. Like, it's just, oh, <sighs> yeah. And then my husband and I are taking turns on who's using the computer because he has his work computer. And then I have like my computer and then the kid needs the computer. And I'm just like, oh my gosh, like everyone Needs a computer. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh man. But yeah, baby mama has a new boyfriend. Speaking of not social distancing, um, she has a new boyfriend. So 
she told us the last time that she had him, uh, she introduced her new boyfriend to him, which that's not social distancing. And right. of course you have a new boyfriend. <laughs> you well, it was about that time. Alone. <laughs> it was about that time, six months. Yep. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then. So is she quarantining with the boyfriend or is it, there's just a lot of back and forth going on? I just assume there's a lot of back and forth going on. I mean, she might be quarantined with him right now when she doesn't have her kid. Um, mm -hmm. I don't know what the situation will be when he goes back to her, but yeah, I don't know. And she was pretty much on board with the changing of the schedule. Um, you know, if we make it sound like, I don't know, if we always put it in as in our kiddo's best interest, Mm -hmm. it's hard for her to fight that sometimes. Um, like you're putting him, him at an imminent risk if, you know, we don't do this. Right. She, she agreed to that. So uh, could you also not feed him gluten? Cause that'd be great. <laughs> right. <sighs> yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. So we're just trying to get through this next week with everyone not losing their freaking minds. Mm -hmm. I am going out to the store tomorrow. Um, I have to stop by work and I'm going to swing by the grocery store and stock up on wine. <laughs> oh, there you go. <laughs> nice. The field trips. Uh-huh. Heck yeah. Mm -hmm. Is he, is your stepson, has he noticed that he's there longer or have you guys explained to him or what's that been like? Yeah, we explained it to him and then, um, he, I think, asked on Saturday or Sunday, am I going to be with you for another week, even though he knew that, but I think he was just confirming again. Right. And I was like, yeah, buddy, you'll be here for another week. And he just kind of looked like, hmm, okay. Like, that's different, <laughs> but <laughs> whatever. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like, like my husband said, he's getting the hang of things. Like, he woke up this morning, knew what he needed to do new to look at the clock like it just takes him so much longer to adjust and yeah adhd doesn't help so yeah there's that <laughs> oh man he's gonna have it down by the time he leaves and it's gonna be time to go again for two weeks yep yeah 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 it's tough we um my stepdaughter she came back yesterday and i've never seen her cry like this on a mm -hmm. transition day so she was having a really tough time and i you know, it's, it's a long period of time to be at one household and that's, she knows there's a different overall vibe here, the way we run our home. And, um, you know, she has her sister over there at her mom's house too. But it, I realized that in addition to just the feelings and the challenges of going back and forth, that she was tired. Just oh. mm, That's you know, usually she's, an issue when she's with her mom. Right. She's six years old. And now, you know, knowing that she was out and about with others, you know, I definitely did the bad thing, did the whole, you know, hygiene situation yesterday and then made sure that she had vitamins and even made sure she had a little bit of cold medicine, you know, just to make sure like she has everything she needs and, um, you know, essential oils in her room and all that good stuff. And she knocked out ASAP. And I'm like, looked at my husband like, okay, she has not been on a regular sleeping schedule. So yeah. that's part of what that, you know, that crying response was. And, you know, she calmed down after 10, 15 minutes, but it was like, man, you are tired. I think she'd just woken up from a nap or something mm -hmm. when she came. But yeah, so now she's back into a routine of, hey, you got to bed. Same time you would when school was in session, you know? Yep. 
So, yeah. And it's always hard, especially on those transition days, because you don't know what the bio mom has told them. Mm-hmm. You don't know if they're making, you know, if they're amplifying their emotions that they're having and if they're crying and bio mom's like, I know you don't want to go. I don't want you to go either. You know, whatever, which is right. not the thing you should be saying. <laughs> yeah. You know? exactly. So like, I remember, especially when our kiddo was younger and we had, we didn't have school as the buffer because we used when school's in session, we use school as the buffer. So he doesn't transition to us. He transitions to school and then mm-hmm. we get him. Um, yeah, I remember him doing the same thing. And it was often also due to him not having enough sleep because she stopped napping him mm. when he was like three. Yeah. Well, that's silly. Yeah. She will. No, that was just the beginning of it. <laughs> uh, people. So, um, we wanted to talk a little bit about a little bit more in depth about the relationships with our step kiddos in this episode. Um, so we can transition into that. Gannett, I know you have had a more difficult time feeling bonded with your girl and, um, and all that stuff. So tell us a little bit about that. Oh my gosh. Well, I'll try to shorten it up because this could go on for a long time but I think you got uh, a little fortune to watch (laughs) I gotta watch my little fortune honey (laughs) no but I think um what it boils down to is just I burnt myself out Mm -hmm. and self-admittedly you know I've, I've talked about this on several episodes going in and with the rescue head on and wanting to really help um save a situation and really help this little girl have a thriving childhood. And in turn, what I did was really not just tap into what I was comfortable with and what I wanted to handle and take on and all of that. So I do have a very close relationship with her. Um, and it became even more close. I think once she, uh, once my husband obtained full custody, um, while we have this court stuff going on, but it's just shifted because I think, um, one, she's getting older. So their personality starts to come out. Um, she's growing up. She's her vocabulary is, you know, increasing, and um, she receives a lot of things in our home that she doesn't at her bio mom's house. And by that I mean we just pay attention to her and we are active in her life. And so she can be um, very clingy to me, and that is can be super overwhelming. Um, but I think what I've realized is that I was doing a lot of things um, that I wasn't fully comfortable with or on board with just for her sake. And I had to take a step back and, and talk to my husband and say, you know what, like I, I have always wanted to have a child, you know, and I, that is hopefully the plan. Um, and I think as of late, it's, um, maybe on my mind a lot more. And in turn, that's making me think about how much energy and attention and just everything I've put into this uh, family of mine and particularly for the needs um, of my stepdaughter. And I felt drained by that. Mm-hmm. And so I'm starting to tap into that. Well, what am I going to preserve? If I want to be a, a biological mother, hopefully carry my own child one day, have a child that is my own, like, um, am I burning myself out to where I won't have 
that patience or the level of just energy or just all this stuff. I don't know if it even sounds realistic, but those are my fears. Like, am I going to be so burnt out that I'm like, eh, I don't, I don't want to have a baby anymore. And is that going to be a regret for me later on? You know? So, um, I thought I had placed boundaries, but I guess they weren't, um, I don't know. They just weren't what I needed. So I needed to readjust those boundaries. And so as of late, I have been. Well, and I think, you know, considering the current situation and the current environment, you're spending more time with her because you're yeah. home with her constantly. Like my husband and I were joking the other day. We were like, what the fuck is this life? What is yeah. this life that we spend every waking moment with our children? What? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like that we're like huh that that break at work was real nice hell yeah it was it's like <laughs> oh my gosh we used to complain now i'm like can i get back to the busy day yeah yeah you know mm -hmm. and even my husband he's so um he's such a good dad and he's that that gushy gushy kind of dad where he's just you know the little girl has him wrapped around her finger type deal and um the other day he said to me he goes i hate to say this but she's she's kind of annoying me and i'm like duh hallelujah <laughs> say that again <laughs> it is okay to say that honey i mean yeah you might think i think it's okay because i'm her stepmother but there's a lot of parents out here biological step oh whatever. yeah we are annoyed highly yeah. annoyed yeah uh, oh yeah i look forward to every day when my daughter goes down for her nap uh -huh. because here's what we do we we our kiddo has a Nintendo Switch that he is absolutely obsessed with. And if we were to just give it to him, he would play it all day long without stopping, probably pee himself. Like it would, it's a problem. And so we have it scheduled where our daughter goes down for a nap and he gets to play his Nintendo. And then yes. my husband and I are like, what do you want to do? Like yes. <laughs> the house is quiet. Like <laughs> this is our golden time where we can just chill the fuck out and pretend we're not parents for two hours. <laughs> yes. I love it. I love it. I mean, it's the little things that you have to kind of just, mm -hmm. you know, figure out that mm -hmm. are, make the day just so much easier. I know I'm not huge on like electronics and all that stuff, but listen, right about now they're getting their little school in, go ahead, mm -hmm. go ahead, just get out of my hair for a little bit. And then we don't have a lot of space in our house because we're, you know, we're in a two bedroom spot. It's not like big at all. So we are stepping all over each other, climbing all over each other. So when my husband, you know, said that, I'm like, thank you. It's okay to say things like that. She is, she's, she literally is climbing on my husband. He's mm -hmm. like watching the news and she is climbing all over his neck and head. And this is a, she's a tall six-year-old. And he'll just look at her and be like, you know, I have neck issues. <laughs> She's just climbing over here and I'm just at the kitchen, like shaking my head. Okay. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, um, but anyways, going back to relationships, I think, um, I think what I'm, the space that I'm in right now is I am re rebranding my relationship with Ooh, myself. I like that. <laughs> you know, because I think my love for her has not decreased, but I want to modify my role in her life uh, in comparison to what it was. You know what I mean? The facts are this. She has a biological mom who is healthy and able-bodied, but makes fucked up and questionable decisions in life. That other part I can't help. But 
what I can say is that her mom is active and she's yeah. fighting quote unquote for her in court. So I need to let that be her reality, step back and still play this loving supportive role as her stepmother mm-hmm. and wife of her father. You know what I mean? And that's just, and it actually feels pretty good and liberating um, because I feel like I put a lot of pressure on myself, mm-hmm. even to where I had to have a conversation with my husband more recently about what I'm, uh, how my stepdaughter refers to me or how she calls me. Um, so in the beginning, when I was in her life, she was a little over two years old. It started off with the, with the Donetti because she couldn't say Gannett with the hard G. And there was and like a donut. There was like a donut reference or something yeah. there too, yep, right? There was, yep, I was Donetti, so I was like a donut. So they would, you know, Donetti and all that stuff. It was a cute little nickname and I was on board. And then it went to uh, Mama, which is also fine. And then it kind of evolved into mom, mom and mom, now mommy. And I, I don't, I, uh, no. Yeah. <laughs> You're both like cringing. No, mommy. So many thoughts. I know. I think just calling mo- mommy, mommy is fine. If that's what you're comfortable with. What I've learned is I'm not. And I guess I uh, had to really take a step back and listen. Ah, did I press the button? You're okay. No. Oh my gosh. See, <laughs> technical issues, but I had to take a step back and really uh, process this and think about this because it was bothering me. Like when she'd say mommy or call me across the room or mm-hmm. when I went to pick her up from after school care or school, I'd hear that. And they just did not sit well. It did not, yeah. you know, I talked to you about this mm-hmm. and I've just been marinating on it for a while and finally had a conversation um, with my husband while she was gone this past week um, about that. And he was very supportive, you know? Yeah. How did and, you, how did you kind of frame it? Like, did you, I don't know. I feel like so much of when I have these kind of conversations with my husband, it all depends on like the language I use and how I, <laughs> his mood. Yeah. A little bit like here, honey, have some, have some alcohol before I drop this. Yeah. yeah. But, I mean, I mean like talking about this in, in our stepmom world, mm-hmm. there is a lot of conversation about well, what do they call you? And yeah. I feel like a lot of stepmoms rightfully so feel a lot of validation, validation mm-hmm. based on like what the kiddo calls them. I remember, you know, when my stepson first started calling me mom, I felt like it was like a rite of passage in some way. Right. And as he's gotten older and as I've felt more secure in my stepmom role. And then after having my daughter, mm-hmm. my comfort level has changed in several ways, but like, I feel like it's worth noting in this conversation that it's the opposite, like how we are responding right now yeah. is the opposite of what so many, you know, stepmoms might feel and, mm-hmm. you know, like either way is okay. It always comes down to what your own comfort level is mm-hmm. and it's okay for that comfort level to change. Yep. Yeah. Um, so yeah. How did your, how did your husband, how did that conversation go? Um, it went pretty well. I mean, I, <laughs> I was having wine, cooking dinner and I just kind of stopped and was like, Hey, can I talk to you about something? And, uh, so, something to that effect. And when I, or I said, I think I would love to talk to you about something important. I think it was, and maybe it was my word choice in that. Cause he's like, okay, now my anxiety is on a hundred. I'm really nervous. What do you have to talk about? I'm like, Oh my goodness. Okay. And so when I told him what it was about, he's a little bit more relieved. I don't know what he was expecting me to say, but, um, 
I think um, what I said was I, you know, I love our kiddo and I understand, I truly understand why she has um, chosen the title mommy. And that's because of the role that I've played in her life. And in the beginning, like you said, things change. In the beginning, I thought, oh, this is cool. Like, I've never been called mommy before or mama or mom. So this is a sweet feeling and I'm still feeling it out. And you just kind of roll with the punches and you're like, okay, I'll just take this on. But um, what I said to him was that I uh, know that, you know, she, I've always given her the ability to call me whatever she wants to or the, the freedom to, but it's just not sitting well. And, you know, I, she calls her biological mom, mommy too. So when she's talking about us, it can be very confusing. Like, who are you talking about? And so I told my husband straight up, when you and I, should you and I have a child, I want to reserve that for my own kiddo. And it's taken me some time and I've not, um, you know, I've not, well, I've spent a lot of time thinking about it is really what I want to say. I've spent a lot of time thinking about it and I wanted to talk to him and I wanted to include him in the conversation because this is his child. And, um, and I wanted to ask for his ideas. Like, what ideas do you have? Do you have any input concerns about what I'm going to, um, how I'm going to deliver this to her? And, you know, he was supportive and he said that, uh, he understood it makes sense. Um, whatever I'm comfortable with, he's on board with. Um, he does get confused when she says mommy, because sometimes we don't know who she's talking about. Yeah. Um, and he, you know, he was honest, he goes, you know, it might might be a little bit, my, he says his first thought was it might crush her a little bit, Mm -hmm. but that's where the dialogue with him and I is important because it's how do we, um, say it to where it's not a bad thing. You know, it's just, how can, how can I create, um, something with her together, a nickname, a special name that, I'm comfortable with, she likes, and that separates me from her biological mom, mm-hmm. who can be called mommy. I mean, that's her mom. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, and I said, that doesn't modify our relationship. It's just, well, I just want to be comfortable with what I hear when, she, when she's needing my attention or, or, right. or what have you. So, um, yeah, he, I mean, he was on board. I think deep down, he's probably like, damn, I, yeah. I kind of like that, you know? Yeah, well, that's... That's his own ongoing thing about, you know, I want you to be the the mother to yes. my child, not the piece of shit that we have to deal with. All yeah, the not time. the actual mother. Yes, yes. Yeah, so, yeah. I, but but I think I thought I was going to hear a little bit more pushback from him, but I was kind of surprised, and I think he's just kind of on board with it. Like I know if I had it my way, I should call you mommy, and we'd be this, you know, this nuclear family. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we're not we're blended and that's okay. And that's realistic. And so, um, and you know, if it changes down the line and she wants to call me mom or mama something later, or, you know, and I feel comfortable with it. I mean, this is an open conversation, a continuing conversation, but right right now, and, and I know internally where this is coming from, for me right now, I just, I don't feel that comfortable with that, that title. So So when are you going to have that conversation with her? Well, (laughs) <laughs> well, it's funny because my husband has already been implementing the idea slowly. I noticed it yesterday over dinner um, by addressing me as Gannett because I think he's like trying to prepare because mm-hmm. normally he'll say mom or mama to me, mm-hmm. but he knows that this conversation mm-hmm. is in the works. That's um, awesome. I, yeah, yeah. He yeah. just asked and he stuttered. He's like, ask Gannett. And I was like, mm-hmm. 
Yeah. I was like, what, what, what did you need to ask me? Just kind of, you know, going with the flow. Of course, mm-hmm. she reverts back to mommy. But mm-hmm. so to answer your question, <laughs> when we'll have this conversation, hopefully um, tonight or tomorrow, I just, it's, um, I hate to say it, I haven't found the right time. She just came back yesterday, so I didn't want to bombard yeah. her with it. Yeah, no. Yesterday was already a tough day um, for her. And then today's yeah. been, you know, busy with like getting back in her routine. So I almost feel like I'll, I'll sit down. It's going to be the right time. Um, I've thought about tucking her in and just having a conversation at night um, and just yeah, kind of like the, the more casual you make it, you know, I mean, mm-hmm. the less, you know, of a big deal, she may interpret it, you know, and yeah, it, you know, like, I think you and I talked about like having her have some sort of like brainstorming mm-hmm. session where she figures out what she could call you and you know something yeah. a nickname or you know something to make it fun yeah like I have my own ideas but I want this to be her hers so that she can feel like this is an important time and this is my own specific name for my stepmom um and yesterday or actually last night she was doing some artwork and she was like oh look and I wrote stepmom she's practicing her spelling and all that and that was an opening for me. And I'm like, yeah, speaking of stepmom, but I decided to hold back just because again, it was transition day and I didn't want to add another layer to her, everything that was going on. So um, definitely going to have the conversation before midweek, just so that we can kind of fit, feel it out before she goes back over to her bio mom. Um, yeah. On Sunday, so. yeah. Yeah. It's this tricky place to be, but yeah, girl. Yeah. Yeah, I had, um, speaking of interesting conversations with your husband, um, I haven't told you about this conversation. Uh-oh. <laughs> I, <laughs> and that's um, new if she hasn't told me. <laughs> <laughs> so I had to have a conversation. First of all, can you hear any of that that's going on in the background? I just want to make no, sure. No, but I hear, but I see you rolling your eyes at something. So oh, okay, good. <laughs> I'm so worried. I'm in the, um, like the front finished basement, uh-huh. but I can hear everything, every single fucking step that's happening above me. And I'm just oh, no. like, is he making them do like dancing or something? Like what is happening? Oh, We're God, having a dance here. party without you. Oh, I hope you guys can't hear it. Um, anyway, so I had this, com- so speaking of having one harder conversations with your husband mm-hmm. two about your own comfort level with their kid. Yeah. I had to finally put my foot down when it came comes to cuddling every night with my stepson. And every single night after I put my daughter down, I come out and my husband is on the couch and he's like, yep, he wants you to go down there. And it's not like to say goodnight. I've always said goodnight, but he has one, he wants me to like cuddle with him. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, it was one thing when he was three, four, five. Right. But now he's like a boy and mm-hmm. he doesn't even really, it's not even like a physical thing. Like we don't actually even cuddle anymore. He just prolongs bedtime by talking to me about Pokemon or whatever. And I'm just like, no. And he only wants to cuddle, cuddle, air quotes, with me. He doesn't ask to cuddle with his dad. And he does this because that's what he gets when he's over at his mom's house. 
Mm. And I'm like, I get really uncomfortable again with trying to fill whatever void. Yep. So either what she's not doing or what she is doing. I don't want to do things simply because she does them or because she doesn't do them. I want to remain my own person who's doing things for him because I want to, or because that's the relationship that we have. I don't want her to have any part in that. And so it took like a couple nights where I was like, nobody, like not tonight or whatever, whatever. And then my husband asked me like, Hey, so like you've been, you know, and I finally was like, dude, I don't want to do it. Like, I don't want to be the one to do it. And it's only me. Like, why don't you go down and do it? Well, he doesn't want me. And I'm like, okay, but I don't want that on me. Like, I don't feel comfortable with this anymore. I, you know, and then my husband and I went down this kind of different conversation where he's explaining, well, do you think at nine years old, he should even be cuddling? Like, does he even need to be doing this? Like, is his mom like babying him? Like, is this something that he should be growing out of? And I'm like, I don't, I don't know. (laughs) Like, I don't know. So I even text my girlfriend who has a nine-year-old and I was like, Hey, do you still cuddle your kid? Mm -hmm. And she's like, yeah, I kind of do. And it's her, she has a son. Mm. And I'm like, like, maybe this is like a mother son thing. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I was like, but I don't want to fill that for him. Um, and I, I also had to bring up to my husband. I was like, look, if it is an age thing, I don't know, but I'm going to tell you this. I will cuddle my daughter until she tells me she doesn't want to be cuddled anymore. Mm-hmm. So I'm sorry to do this, but I'm pu- I'm pulling the biology card. Yeah, uh, there you go. In that I don't want to to do that with him, and I am encouraging you to do it. Be the dad. Like if he is missing this, and if he is missing that in this house, then you can fulfill that for him. Yep. Because he has two, just like you said, full blown parents. Mm-hmm. and sometimes I just want to be the support and that's and I, okay yeah yeah and I had to explain to him I was like look I know sometimes it can get confusing because he was like well you've been comfortable with it before and I've had to explain to him like yeah I was comfortable with it before my com- my level of comfort will change it's right. not like this or that like it's going to change no matter what Um, and that needs to be protected. And so I I told my husband, I was like, I'm going to continue to have these conversations with you over time Mm -hmm. and have to let you know, like, Hey, I was okay with this in the beginning for these reasons. And now these reasons have changed and Mm -hmm. I don't feel doing this anymore. Either, you know, I feel taken advantage of, I feel underappreciated. I feel burnt out and overwhelmed and stressed out and like or my relationship with his with him has changed and Mm -hmm. something needs to change to accommodate that or whatever so he my husband did he did give me some pushback because I think similarly to your husband of like well it's going to crush him Mm mm-hmm he looks forward to this. He wants to do that. And I'm like, okay, then I'll have a conversation with him 
and I'm not going to make it a big deal. I'm not going to make it about him and that I don't want to cuddle with him and you know, whatever it's my own thing. And like, so I've been yeah. very brief with it and I've been like, buddy, like, I know, like, I've given you snuggles upstairs. Like it's time for bed. Like, here's your book. Here's your, cause like we give him a, he's allowed to read. Um, once we say goodnight, he's allowed to read, which he only reads for like 10 minutes and then he's out. So it's not like he's night, <laughs> but he reads. Um, and so I was like, buddy, you got your book. Like everything's fine. Like I'll give you some, uh, I'll give you a couple snuggles, whatever, but it's not like what he was asking for was me to like lay there with him for like 15 minutes and like, it was just way, way too much. <laughs> How did he receive it? Um, the first night he was, he was upset. Um, there wasn't any crying or whatever, but, um, he was, I think more so just confused and disappointed. And mm -hmm. then the second night he was like, oh yeah. Okay. Like, you know, he kind of was like, oh yeah, I remember. And then the third night he didn't even ask. So I don't know. There you go. There you go. <laughs> yeah. It's just weird. Like, I don't know. And I just feel like I have to communicate everything that I'm doing to my husband. And I mentioned this to you. And actually the, when we were doing the stepmom zoom, I think it was the wine date where I got asked in a DM, like how often, like my husband and I actually communicate. And if he actually enjoys communicating <laughs> because yeah. from the sounds of it, we're constantly talking and it's fucking true. Yeah. We are constantly talking about shit and it's exhausting, mm -hmm. but my fear is that when we don't talk about stuff, you know, mayhem. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I totally get that. We're always talking too, and my husband's tired of it and no, he doesn't like it, but <laughs> Hey, guess what? I like you know, talking. <laughs> Yeah, I think too the husbands with the um with some of that with some of the pushback that we're giving in regards to what we're comfortable with, um, it instills some fear in them, you know, because they're like, I don't know if it's I don't know how to do this, or now I, do I have to do this? Yeah, or I have to step it up in this role and X, Y, and Z. You know what I mean? It's like like with your husband saying, um, but you used to be comfortable with this. I can almost hear in his mind probably like, oh shit, do I have to do this every night now? <laughs> she's, she's backing out and really, yeah. I can't blame her for it. So all I'm saying, that's gotta be me now. You know, it's like, I wonder what's going on in their heads. It's almost like, but you're so good at it. You yeah. should keep doing it. <laughs> exactly. And that's what I was about to say that we so often talk about the void that we're filling for the kiddos. Well, we're also filling a void for our husbands and that they are not co-parenting with maybe the loser bio mom mm -hmm. they're parenting with us now so we're filling the void of the parent you know and sometimes i forget that and that yeah our husbands lean on us a lot in a lot of areas and that's when i'm like that's why you know you need to make me dinner every night and buy me pretty things yep yeah because <laughs> if you had to do or if you start doing what we're already doing well huh. yeah Mm -hmm. We have no idea. Like right now, how I have left my husband to get dinner ready and get, get like all of that that's happening upstairs that I can hear. And I'm just like, oh, because funny enough, how this quarantine thing has gone down. I am making dinner every fucking night now. Girl, dinner? 
breakfast, <laughs> lunch, and with kids here, we can, we can um, you know, snack and make random stuff. But when she's here, it's how many meals a day plus snacks? I mean, I am tired. I told my mm-hmm. husband, when this is over, I want to go to a restaurant and just be able to sit there, maybe dress up. I don't know. I don't really care. I'll go my sweats and my head wrap at this point yep. and just have the food brought to me and yep. just not have to clean up after. You don't have to clean up. That's the other part, the cleanup. <laughs> like, I'm like, we would run the dishwasher like every, maybe every other day. Now it's every fucking day I'm running the dishwasher. Every day I wake up and I'm like, oh, this needs to be emptied so it can be refilled. Yeah. What? Here's here's something for you. How about how about my dishwasher isn't working right now? Oh no. And so I'm doing it old school because um the maintenance landlord guy, unless it's like an emergency thing, they won't come in and it's fine because I don't want him to come in either, because I don't know where he's been. But um, I ordered a dish rack for the first time in years, and I am, we are hand washing dishes until oh. we can resolve the dishwasher issue. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, I don't have it that bad then. I mean, we do still hand wash a lot of our dishes, but um, our kids like will like, our, <laughs> you would. <laughs> I know. <laughs> our kiddo will like go grab a cup for water, and I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah. You already have a cup. Like, go get that other cup. Like, you don't need a cup for every sip you take. What the hell are you trying to do? Right? (laughs) (sighs) Yeah. Oh, man, the the little things that we, you know, don't really think about and appreciate on a day-to-day dishwasher and all this other crap. Like, man. Yeah. I will say, though, Jake Jake and I are, like, really surprised by how well we're getting along. (laughs) Where we are like, huh. I guess I actually like you. Mm-hmm. Interesting. And we realized that it's mainly because anything that would cause us to have like a disagreement or an argument or whatever was often because we were both so stressed out with like the hustle and bustle of like everyday life. Mm-hmm. And it was like, you know, I'd get home and I'd be like, what do you mean you're not available? Well, you have to go, you know, whatever. It's like life has slowed down with us being home. And he, you know, has a less, lesser workload and I have a lesser workload and it's like the kids, we're not going anywhere. There's no, you know, uh, commuting time or whatever. It's just like, oh, the kids get to go play outside. We can have coffee on the porch. Like, Mm -hmm. this is nice. (laughs) Yep. Yep. Just slowing it down. Yeah. As long as we're home, I'm not as freaked out about everything that's happening. I, yeah. I only, I limit my news intake mm-hmm. to like 15 minutes a day now. And yep. I don't do it because what I was doing was I was like, okay, it's the end of the day. I'm going to check CNN. I'm going to check, you know, all my news sources and then I'm going to be done. And then I'd be like super anxious and upset at the end of the day when I'm like trying to get ready, like to wind down to go to bed. And I'd be like having panic attacks and like, having the psychosomatic symptoms of like, am I short of breath? Yep. Can yep. I take yep. a deep breath? Do I have any body aches? Should I go take my temperature? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, nope. Okay. I can't do that anymore. I have to only check the news like in mid morning and then mm. I'm done. <laughs> yeah. No, I hear you. I, I don't like watching the news a lot too. Um, so I've just left it to my husband to update me because he is a news junkie and he's always reading on his phone and watching on the TV. And I told him he's, he would play it as background while we're working from home. Mm-mm. And the other day I said, 
new rule, new house rule, no news in the background. I'm feeling very depressed now hearing these numbers as I'm trying to work. Like, no, yep. background for work is jazz music right now. <laughs> no Ooh, more news. Nice. Yeah, girl, I've been listening to some smooth jazz lately. <laughs> <laughs> random fun fact about me <laughs> yeah we also so let's talk about that a little bit what else have we been doing have we been doing we've both been working out a little bit more right tell me why i've fallen in love with exercise because i ain't got shit else to do <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna get hot in quarantine <laughs> uh-huh, i know i'm over here exercising left and right like you know what why not so mm-hmm. um but yeah we've been exercising more i've been i've been binge watching wow I've been binge watching a lot of different shows. So, well, you got me, and our Instagram followers will know this. I completed Love Is Blind. Oh, love that! Love that! (laughs) Those two at the end, just love them. Oh my gosh! Yeah. So, what have you been binge watching? Well, I was binge watching an old um, show that I used to watch back in the day called uh, Girlfriend's Guide to Divorce, which is really just about women in their late 30s and 40s, just navigating, I think, 30s, 40s, whatever age, but just a group of women that are just navigating life um, post-divorce and just like, you know, their different journeys. So that was like an old school show that I brought back. And then um, recently I watched it, this is kind of part my job slash entertainment but um a docuseries on juvenile girls or oh. girls in ju- girls in, in juvenile, juvenile detention? Detention centers yeah. yeah have you seen that show uh-huh. On uh-huh. oh my gosh I love it and I love it but hate it at the same time because mm-hmm. I love hearing their stories but their stories are so traumatic and my husband's like why are you watching it's so sad I'm like I want to hear these girls stories I want to see what happened where yeah. did something go wrong? And so that's where my clinical, you know, hat comes on and I'm all intrigued. Yeah. And all, yeah. If and we can't be at work, if we can't be at work, that's when Jacob was like, why do you always have to watch that murder shit? And I'm like, I miss work. Like, <laughs> <laughs> right. I miss mental health. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Exactly. So yeah, that's what I'm binging. And of course we finished Tiger King like everyone else. And yeah, I, I, I watched <laughs> the first episode of that and my husband fell asleep and then Darn. I was like, uh, yeah, so we haven't finished it yet. I, it's kind of like a slow, a slow thing. I feel like I'm the last person on the planet to have watched mm-hmm. it, but it'll happen. Um, I've actually been reading a lot more. Yeah. That's been nice. Yeah. Well, one actual book and the other an audiobook. I just I posted in stories yesterday that I finished um Glennon Doyle's book Untamed, mm. which was really cool. Um my girlfriend actually said that she wanted to do like a book club, virtual book club with it or whatever. And we never officially started it. I just like read it really fast. <laughs> so yeah. it's I read it. So whenever she wants to start that, I'm ready for it. But nice. yeah, it was really good. Yeah. So yeah, it's like, I'm not going to pick up a bunch of different fucking hobbies during this. I'm not going to find, you know, I'm not Mm going to be super productive, but you know, I have to, we have to do something to pass the time and to ease our anxiety. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And cooking. I've been, I've been just coming up with random recipes and looking up random recipes and getting creative and like feeling chef like in the kitchen even though I cook a lot normally but just just enjoying it more 
Yeah. And kind of, I don't know. I'm just, I've been te not testing, challenging myself because I'm still, I'm currently vegan and that's, I'm in my last week of that before yeah. my fast breaks. Um, for those that celebrate Orthodox Easter, that's me. I'll be celebrating that. So our fast ends then, but so just coming up with like unique recipes and, um, actually the other day my husband was like, dang, you're really getting into this. And I said, yeah, once this is over, I want to start taking some cooking classes mm. and I want you to take some cooking classes. So <laughs> <laughs> you can sharpen your skills or develop them, I should say in the kitchen. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah. yeah. So if we're stuck cooking, we might as well, you know, try and enjoy it. And that's funny because, uh, Jake and I have talked about doing couple cooking classes together. Mm -hmm. Um, years ago but yeah he he actually went to culinary school um when he was younger oh really yeah so he can like chop shit really well mm. <laughs> and he can judge me just enough to piss me off so yeah yeah you know <laughs> i love it at least he knows what he's doing in the kitchen mm -hmm. yeah. yeah i said i wanted to i wanted to in retirement age maybe take that on as a Hmm. as a job or profession i don't know i don't know maybe it's the quarantine talking i'm not quite sure i know <laughs> the colors and the whatever of food yeah that's like what i have to tease apart now where i'll like say something and he'll be jake will be like is that wine or quarantine talking like what is that where is that Both. coming from mm -hmm. yeah, yeah I've, also been getting, I've been getting really creative with the alcohol we drink <laughs> Where he brought home a bottle of Jack Daniels the other day. Yes, Jake. And I was like, okay, okay, what can we do with this? And we had like a bottle of uh, pink lemonade juice, like pink lemonade in the fridge. And it's this like low calorie shit from Trader Joe's. And it's, yeah. it's good, but it's like not very sweet. So I like put a shot with ice and then the lemonade. And then I put like a squeeze of lemon and I'm like, I don't know if I just haven't had like a really good mixed drink in a while. Yeah. <laughs> really good. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Did it did it kind of look like a sex on the beach cocktail? It did. With yes. the color and everything. I could yeah. see it now. Um. <laughs> <laughs> just daydreaming of cocktails. <laughs> I was thinking sex on the beach, like, oh, that would be so nice. With the cocktail, of course. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> whatever. We just derailed that part of the conversation, yeah, but it was yeah. good. Yeah, it's okay. good. That's all right. <laughs> um, so let's talk a little bit like news updates and then we'll just wrap this up because I know you have Wheel of Fortune to get to and. What time is it? Oh yeah, we got some time. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I can hear my husband probably. The is dinner it dinner part. time? Are you guys getting ready to sit down? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Um, no, but so our Zoom dates went really well. Oh my gosh. So successful. Super fun. What was yeah. your favorite part? Because I know what my favorite part was, but I want to hear yours. Favorite part? I yeah, don't know. of the experience. Oh, I don't know. I, you know, we see so many of these women on our Instagram and it was really cool to like just chat with them. Like we're girlfriends and mm -hmm. shoot the shit and, you know, hear their stories and um kind of put a personality to the face and yeah um, I really as we've seen since they've ended um they have connected with one another 
um, okay. support, which is super cool. Like I wasn't intending on that being like a result, but that's really cool. Like creating a, creating connections and friendships and stuff. So yeah, I really yeah. love that. Um, I think, like you said, I think just putting a face to the, to the names and, you know, I think most people know you do the, you, the Instagram is your baby. That's, that's Christina's thing. Um, so I don't really get to, um, or not that I don't get to, but I just, I really don't partake in a lot of that, the social media part of it. So for me, my takeaway was these women who are on, you know, um, on Instagram and, and, you know, talking about this, but just really seeing their faces, hearing their stories and the similarities, um, uh, it's just crazy to me. And I loved how within each woman, each person we communicated with, I was able to, um, grab something from them. Yeah. Uh, whether it's, whether it was that I could relate or whether it was their approach on things or their experience. Like I took away like, uh, mainly what I learned from each person, you know, and it was, and I just love the natural flow. It was like six other women other than you and I, who we've never met, we've never spoken to on terms of like a, uh, you know, friendship kind of just dialogue and everyone just jumped in and was like, look, this is my situation. What's up? You know, uh-huh. and Sweet. I, and I love that. And I love the personalities and the support. I was like, yes. Yeah. So I got yeah. a lot out of it. I did. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's, that's what I, you know, we offer this platform for people and want to be supportive and offer our insights and guidance and stuff, but we learn just as much and we get just as much support, um, doing this too. So yeah, um, we are going to schedule more Zoom dates. I'm thinking mm-hmm. maybe to start out with, maybe four more. Mm-hmm. Um, again, with the six-person uh, six capacity on each one. Um, and then we've briefly talked about doing, like, themed, I guess, Zoom workshops or whatever. Um, yeah. 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 So we would do like Zoom workshops um, with specific topic in mind, like boundary setting or connecting with your stepkids or mm-hmm. how to have hard conversations with your spouse. Yep. Yep. We talk <laughs> a lot about that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, those workshops would come with a small fee. Um, the Zoom wine dates and brunch dates are free. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's, especially during this quarantine time mm-hmm. and the fact that people are saying that it's going to be another six weeks or so, maybe more. Um, yeah. I really just want to offer that to people as a source of social interaction and some sanity. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like the one girl who was in her car. Oh, yeah. I love her. I know. I love her. Shout out. We can't say your name, but shout out to you. You know who you are if you're listening. Um, yeah, definitely the, the energy from the different women is just really, it's really yeah. uh, it's inspiring. It's comforting. It's amazing, you know? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I love that. I, I feel like I'm going to make a joke about the car thing because can I, I'm just going to tell the listeners where I'm at right now. Let's go ahead and keep yeah, it 100. Yeah, Keep it real. <laughs> Listen, I, my place, our place is not big at all. There's not much room without ears. My stepdaughter is in her room doing playing and my husband is in the living room doing what he's doing. And I 
I'm in my bedroom closet with the door closed <laughs> and the bedroom door closed. It was either that or my vehicle. So <laughs> you gotta <laughs> make it work. Whatever yeah. you gotta do to make it work. We just gotta do it. Yep. And actually this is my husband's idea and it was perfect because I'm a lot more comfortable being in the closet with my whole bottle of wine and my <laughs> nice chair <laughs> versus being in the car, you know, yeah. people are probably like, what is she doing? Yeah. Totally works. <laughs> yeah. So, but yeah. Alrighty. Well, this was fun. We're probably going to have fun. to do this again. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm hopefully everything comes out good on the technical side of it um yeah. this is our first uh ghost with the zoom thing so yeah. um this is our new life so our new norm but i miss I you i miss you it's weird I'm, I'm gonna hug the shit out of you when i can i know i know gosh and we're gonna eat so much fun it's not even fun. oh my god but yeah we're gonna we're gonna have to like start saving money right now for our our eating out budget when this shit all resumes oh <laughs> absolutely abs i am ready i'm ready uh, so excited yeah. all but right i'm glad i'm glad we you suggested this and i'm glad we're giving it a go hopefully everyone can hear it good and i'm i'm excited to keep doing more of these until we are clear to move out of our homes yay so everyone listening thank you so much as always wow. we appreciate your support and your love mm-hmm. um and there was one other thing i was gonna say i don't oh I hope everyone is at home safe. And um, if you or your family members uh, or anyone you love are on the front lines and dealing with this, uh, we send our love and Mm -hmm. positive thoughts to them. Um, Thank you for all that you're doing. Remember, stay home for everyone. Um, We're in this together. So we will see you on the Instagram and chat with you later. Yeah. Uh, Be well and stay radical. Thanks, you guys. Thank you for listening to Radical Stepmoms. If you enjoyed this episode, please give us a like in the app and share our podcast with your fellow stepmamas. You can also follow us on our Instagram page at Radical Stepmoms Podcast, or if you have any questions or ideas, we would love to hear from you, and you can email us at Radical Stepmoms Podcast at gmail.com. Thank you.